What's going on, everybody? It's After Hours Live for the Man Cave. This is your host, Tay Wicks. This is your co-host, Mark Sam. Game two, NBA final. Toronto Raptors, Golden State, Jurassic Park. They looked so Jurassic last night. <laughs> when watching this game, this is a this is a must win. I thought for the Toronto Raptors heading heading to the West Coast. I thought, okay, take care of home court. You can you can actually put heat on the Golden State Warriors. Like real heat, real pressure. Like real heat. This is real. This has been real pressure. They were facing a little adversity being down 0-1, but you know a defending champion is going to find ways to win the game. They're going to motivate themselves to get back into a game. But this is the case what I call going to sleep in the third quarter with with the Raptors. Everybody knows the Golden State Warriors are known as the at the, the third. They give you the third quarter avenue. They throw a snowball right. here, throw a snowball there. Then first of all, it turned into a blizzard. The Raptors couldn't score a bucket bucket the first six seven minutes of the third quarter and you're looking at where watching this game that the golden state warriors on the 18-0 run now i already told we told everybody hey we, listen to this podcast and say if you want to beat the golden state warriors you gotta have a strong third quarter you gotta have a strong third quarter they live for the third quarter they live for it like that's their that's their whole like shining moments is always that third quarter big things happen for them Right. I'm just looking where in that in that in that first half, I'm looking like, okay, maybe going into halftime, them up by five points, they can they can get something going. But okay, this team this team can do what it takes to get to get there, as in the Raptors. But at the end of the day, the team was streaky, they were cold, they can't get nothing off. Kawhi Leonard is not having a good series so far. As as you look at it, you know, he had a good first round, good second round, good third round, but this fourth round it's like, eh, it's like more like, meh. I mean, what else can he do? Because he's not getting no help from nobody else. Yeah, at least that, uh, yesterday he didn't. I mean, game one, we thought Marcus saw Pascal Siakam, uh, Danny Green. You know, we was looking at those guys like, yeah, they got to pretty much duplicate what they did in game one. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, Siakam wasn't going to score 32 points again. No. He only scored 12. And, you know, he played the most minutes on the team. He only had 12 points. Uh, Kyle Lowry set it up a little bit. He had 13. But it it wasn't enough because, like I said, the main guy that I felt anchored them in that first game, Marcus Gasol, he was neutralized by an out-of-shape DeMarcus Cousins. Right. It was like they started DeMarcus Cousins, like, as a saving grace. And he actually worked, even though he's still out of shape, you know, he ain't the, the normal boogie we used to seeing. He still mm-hmm. did enough. And that starting role to neutralize Marcus Hall. So he didn't, Marcus Hall didn't get as many rebounds, and he had six rebounds, six points. And then Demarcus Cousins, only twenty-seven minutes, almost had a triple double, eleven, ten, and six. Right. So it's like just him being in a lineup changed Toronto's whole aggression level, which is crazy. Right. That's what I was going to say too. Piggyback what you were saying. I was just looking at where, as if when Steve Kerr made that adjustment of throwing Boogie Cousins in the starting lineup, it threw everything off. I threw everything off because, you know, I think Nick Nurse had a game plan surrounded around Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney went down and got hurt early in the game. And that strong man, Kawhi Leonard, nice look. look <laughs> right. that, ain't no elbow. He gave that man a grown man chip. Right. He said, you want this mild or you want this hot? Guess it's having to a spicy because he ain't coming back. Right. <laughs> Asian style. But You're right. you're looking at is where what, what Boogie did. If, somebody, if, if I had to give a grade to how Boogie played the game last night, I give him an A. I give him an A just because he took Marcus Gasol out the game. 
that was the right. open efficient because he was because Marcus look Demarcus Cousin stepped out hit a three. He still getting key rebounds. He made it whereas he made he made Marcus Saul work on the offense and he made him work on the defensive end. So everybody realized that Boogie is an All Star. He not might be your your twenty seven to ten guy right now, but like what he said, he told everybody you know, his teammates in the locker room before game. Trust me, y'all just gotta trust me. All just trust. It's the little things. It's the little things that make a championship team a champ. This is why they're a championship team. Other players are sacrificing and giving up certain roles they used to and just taking another role to get them over the hump to win champion. a championship. Uh, even though Boogie's on the floor, he's still a threat. He's still a threat. Right. Like I said, right. Steph Curry was Steph Curry. Steph Curry almost was scoreless almost in the first half, and we'll say them. Let's be honest. Let's say we'll say that team last night. Who I all this person never gets no credit credit at all to me in my eyes. It's Clay Thompson, man. I keep talking about he's the best kept secret on the Golden State Warriors. He's True. not he's not flashy. He might give you a look a little arrogant move here and there. Like we hit the three the other, last night. He's staring down the bench. That's the most you're gonna get out of Clay. But Clay is the most reserved, laid back guy on he don't get the shot. We just know everybody knows he's a shooter. Well he's on, he's on. All right. He, he scored the first seven points by himself. Pretty much, and it wasn't just threes. Like he was fadeaway jumpers in the lane. It's just mm-hmm. any any type of jump shot you can think of. He did in that eleven that eleven zero run by himself, like you said. Yeah, Draymond Green. Let's put it like this: Draymond Green played a healthy dose of defense on Siakam. They had the long defender Andre Iguodala on Kawhi. Iggy's a little gimpy, but he's still giving it his all. And Iggy is long, so he's making it tough on Kawhi to score. Um, it's just the other guys around. Kawhi had to step up. I said, Danny Marcus all Kyle. So this is just Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is like that that can of vegetables that people don't buy in the grocery store. It's called beat. He just killing his <laughs> team, man. He's just, he, he, he beating his own self because Kyle Lowry can give you more. Everybody keeps on oh, it's his hand. I don't I don't care about injuries. They all hurt. Everybody's hurt. Somebody's playing with something that's nagging on them. But I will say this, though. In my years of watching basketball, my 33 years on this earth, I've never seen so many guys in the last 12 years that have been hurt going to the NBA Finals. Well, Michael Jordan, Carmelo, man, those teams right there play with a full deck of cars. When can I get me a seat where the team is healthy from baseball, from football? I need a healthy professional baseball team's championship game. Right, and and that's so crazy because you know this 2019, like the technology and the uh, medicine and all that, is like ten times as good as it was back then. So like, why these guys can't stay healthy? What's going on? <laughs> like they need they're not getting enough milk. What's what's really they happening? Need some milk. <laughs> right. And, look, it's weird because I'm looking at I'm looking at all these guys today. I'm looking at all this. I'm looking at how Michael Jordan them trade man. Michael Jordan them trade just lifting weights and playing basketball. These guys doing everything, sand running. You talk about basketball players running in the sand like they out there, like they about to go play football, like they in the trenches. Dude, you on a hardwood floor? Why are you in the sand? Why you need a bungee cord? Why you need all this stuff? Work on your game. Work, work out with your arms and your legs. You need to be out there running all this sand like you about to go catch balls from Tom Brady because that's not that's not the case. But a lot of these guys, <laughs> to be honest with you, man, looking at the, the new age of the NBA player, a lot of these guys, man, to be honest with you, man, a lot of these guys weak. These guys, we most of these guys, you be watching the combine. Most of these guys, most some of these guys in the eBay can't bench press no more than 155 pounds. So that's a lack right there. Um, new, some of the some of the eating habits are bad. 
So I'm looking at Michael Jordan. How them guys was built in the in the eighties, in the early nineties. These these guys built. Them guys was built like like real grown men. These guys not built like that. And some of these guys think they can run with some of these guys in the in the nineties. No, you can't. You got another thing coming. Most of you guys need to get in the gym and hit them weights. These guys weak. Half these. The reason I'm saying they weak too, because most of these guys can't hit a 15 foot jumper. Everything is three ball and a dunk. Going going to gym and practice your craft, man. Trying to be. They said they want to be great. Forget, forget being great, man. Be a Hall of Famer. I want right. to be great. I want to be a Hall of Famer. I want you when I come to this court. You're going to remember me. You know I'm putting in this work. Just like, <laughs> Lotus, just like Lotus Lux would say, you going to get this work. You're going to get this work. <laughs> and going back to this game, I thought Steve Kerr came up with a good situation. That first quarter, like Clay Thompson owned the first quarter. Toronto had no answer. Nobody right. can score for Toronto. Like, to be honest with you, man, Kawhi Leonard is on clamps right now. <laughs> yeah. And he had another quiet, like, we had like 30 some points. Yeah. But I, it's still like, it didn't seem as impactful as. You know, it's not. It, you, it, it, it could have been. And then, like, on the other end, Clay Thompson, like you said, he went off. He had the most points on a team. And then he got hurt, like, well, like seven, like eight minutes ago in the fourth quarter. And he still led them in scoring. Right. And like I said, even though, he, even though Kawhi last night, did we had to do an offensive end, I'm looking at. Even though he still, like you said last night, Kawhi had 34 points. You didn't feel it. It's like he scored like 14 points because I'm still trying to figure out when did he score his 34 like he scored the 21. Like, you know when Steph is out there shooting the ball. It's almost like NBA Jam. He's on fire. Oh. You want to you feel it. True. You feel it. I didn't feel that last night from Kawhi. Now, I, I like what Draymond Green did early in the first quarter. A lot of people are not giving this no attention. They made a substitution to Nick Nurse. He went straight. Draymond went and guarded Fred VanVleet, which took Van, Fred VanVleet out of the game for a good three or four minutes trying to score. He couldn't do nothing. I said, okay. Let's see what Draymond was doing. Then, then once he got hot, Iggy went over. They kept switching back between the four of them guys. These guys are diff- these guys are sacrificing on defense. Like, y'all, if y'all going to beat us, we already know Kyle Lowry can. But he's still going to have a game in here. In this, he need to have a game in this series where he can go off and give you about nine, ten straight points. I haven't seen that yet. Never seen it yet. But you know who is you know who's come up the bench doing that? Quinn Cook. You got guys come off for the for the Golden State Warriors bench scoring. Quinn Cook giving you buckets. Like how? Cook is cooking. <laughs> you out there cooking. Three wigging you three back to back threes. Come on, they going to sneak out there on defense. Too. What the Some of them was, was OD. Some of them he, he was defended though. <laughs> like that one when he uh he fell down. Hey, what the young boys say in the rap game? They out here catching me lacking. He out here catching y'all lacking, man. <laughs> he out here, he out here, the baby of y'all. He out here sugar y'all. Like, respect to him, man. Like, to put all that work in to play for a couple of uh, D-League teams and they come back and win a championship. That's a lot, man. That's a lot to do. And just where, look at, let's go back to this record, Marcus. I do want to touch on this, about this game. The first half stats. Going to halftime, Toronto was up, what, 59-54, right? About five. So you, as you were going into halftime, you're looking at where Toronto was was was, was winning the rebound battle by three, 24-21. Offensive rebounds was a dead lot. Defensive rebounds, they was up by three, 19-16. Just just go to state and have more assistance than they, it was 12-10. One thing I'm going to say about the, just reading these stats, go to state moves that ball around. It don't stick. After a while, when Kawhi, right. when Kawhi dribbles that ball, that ball sticks for a while. Everybody know what he's going to do. Everybody know Kawhi didn't want to dribble. Go go dribble right and post you up again to fade away. So make him dribble and make him maybe make him a passer. So I know they've been guarding him up real heavy up top on the top of the key to make him play defense, to make him become an offensive passer. 
if they want to beat the, if they want to beat this team, man, first and foremost, I keep saying this, man. I need to see somebody else out there for the Raptors are going to step going to step up. Right. Going to step up. But look at look at Siakam had seven points at halftime. Kawhi Leonard has Kawhi Leonard was seven percent for the free throw line. He is living at the free throw line, folks. He is living. So, like, I'm surprised some of the calls they're giving him. And Warriors opponents don't typically gonna get calls like that unless you're LeBron. Right. Speaking of that, speaking of the calls, I just feel like they had two of the worst referees uh, I have seen in my uh, in my life. <laughs> a meaningful game. Tony Brothers, aka Charles Barkley. <laughs> you have Scott Foster. These are the guys who made some of the most bad decision called me. I'm looking at one where it was Fred Van Vliet was running down the court on defense. Steph Curry stopped on a dime and back of Fred Van Vliet while he shot a three. Right. And, and, and Steph flailed, and, he, and they called the um, defensive foul on Fred. Like, how can you call it on him? Steph the, St- like, I don't get it with this Golden State Warriors team. Everybody said how much other teams flop. But I feel like Steph Curry is almost up there with the, in the James Harden class of flopping for a call. He mm-hmm. looks he, – he, he don't initiate the contact. No, he initiated his own contact, but he looks for more. Like, he does more with the ball. Like, felt <laughs> like he already – he already didn't got bumped. Now he's trying to get slapped. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and two, second, is it me or do it – it's funny because Steve Curry this last month. We don't cry for calls. But watching this NBA Finals, do, Draymond Green argued every call on the floor. He does it yesterday. He did something I thought was a little different. So, mm-hmm. so instead of trying to argue with the rest, what he started doing was arguing with Steve Kerr about the call, like saying it was a bad call. I mean, right. he's trying to not, he's trying his hardest not to get a tech, but also trying to let the rest know he, he disappointed. Like, let him hear him. Right. Even though he's not talking directly to him, he's talking, you know, side conversation with Steve Kerr. Right. And I'm just looking at this where, like, dude, if that was anybody else, man, arguing with the referee and technical foul, and Tony Brothers, that he let a lot of stuff slide because he he tee up anybody else in the league quick. But for some reason, I don't know what it is with Draymond Green and his referees, man. He can go to him and say anything he want out of his mouth, yell at him and everything, and don't get called for a tech. I just think that's unfair. And you had Adam Silver in the house with, Pre- with, um, with President Barack Obama. I mean, right. the NBA is going in a good direction, but Adam Silver got to come out and let the, let these players know, man. You cannot talk to the referee like that. I can understand you got your referee and give him your point of view, but going up to him yelling and screaming, that's irate. <laughs> I'm teeing you up. Don't, Every I, I'm, time. Giving, I'm giving you a warning. Like, all right, now this is your warning. Now you can't be coming up to me just talking crazy today. You can't be talking loud to me. Do it again. <laughs> I'm going to give you a courtesy warning. But the second time, I'm teeing you up. Then you want to get belligerent, I'm going to toss you. I gave you, I'm going to give you three. I'm going to give you the first one's a warning. Second one, I'm teeing you up. The third one, you out of here. Got to go. The referees got to take control of the game because I can't watch basketball when every time they score, they feel like they get fouled. And it's almost like it's almost like a strategy. Draymond argued with, all the, with the referee to do that. He, he get back, his team get back up and set up on, on defense. Mm-hmm. That's what I look That's at. Always. It's like it like more of a technique. And I'm looking at it. It's a technique, man. It's a you technique. You got a skill to it, right? <laughs> got a skill. I got a feel to it. And I'm looking at it as where the Raptors bench scored 19 points. 19 points in the first half. They was cooking with something. Mm-hmm. They was cooking with something. I thought they had. I thought they, they had, were about to do it. I thought they was yeah, about to do it. I, I did, too, because they held the Raptors bench down to four. I said, okay, we good. You got Steph. You let, they let Steph get hot going towards the halftime. So Steph got, came alive a little bit because he was scoreless. 
He was scoreless. He thinks yeah. he was under the weather. I can't tell. If he's under the weather shooting like that, then I need some of that what he got. All right. Because <laughs> he's still out there. Today. For whatever right. he had. Then, when I was talking about the bench points, Rutgers outscored them total 31 to 25. So I'm looking at that. I'm saying, like, okay. The Raptors, I seen what the Raptors did. This is their biggest mistake was they started playing boxing one on the Golden State Warriors. It doesn't even matter. They still had shooters out there. Period. Mm-hmm. I think right now that in that second game they made some adjustments. Nick Nurse is getting out coached. It's getting out coached. Um, then, then just you just go back to that third quarter. That third quarter says it all. And I mean, I think the uh, Warriors went. I think they said it the longest run uh, in the finals. Yeah, like for, starting at the end of the second quarter, the third was like a twenty zero run. Twenty, 20 it was a 20, 20, 20, 20 points twenty twenty basket. Yeah, twenty. It was twenty. It was a twenty four to. It said. Was it? It was a twenty-four to two run. That's how you get hurt. That's how you. That's how you lose. <laughs> that's how you. If you. If they lose this championship, if go say the Warriors lose this champion, not the Warriors. If the Raptors lose the championship, it ain't over yet. Most people say it's over. It ain't over yet. Say um, if the Rock. Say uh, if the. Uh, say if the Rock. The Raptors lose this championship. All you got to do is look at game two, second quarter. What the end of the second quarter? Like two minutes ago, and look at the first. Eight minutes in the third quarter, and that's how they lost. That avalanche, that avalanche. That's how you lose a game. And I'm like, like you said, Marcus. Siakam wasn't gonna score 32 points a game again. He had 12 points last night total with eight rebounds and five assists. Marcus Hall gave you nothing, six points, six assists. Danny Green gave you nothing, eight points. Kyle Lowry gave you nothing really because he's 13 points. Serge Ibaka is the person who has disappointed me the most. Because you're looking for him to be that guy come off the bench to give you that help of hand. Seven points and ten rebounds is not enough if they want to win. He should be the guy that's attacking the rim. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, he was a, we went three for seven. Mm-hmm. And what, one of them. So, he only took one three, though. I mean, but still, he got to, that means he missed like four, six, like 15 and, and then closer shots. <laughs> Or, I mean, not six, but uh, four. Four out of the seven shots he took. Yeah, he missed two layups. Three, he missed two layups. I mean, at, like, what, 50 seconds left, the Raptors was only down two points. Two layups, that's four. Man, that, now I can see why Oklahoma City got rid of him. We don't need you to shoot threes, man. Tap the <laughs> basket, man. That's how you, it's so funny because I'm saying attack the basket. That's how they beat Golden State the first game. Attacking the rim. He is not attacking the rim. He see plays, man, man. He plays so finesse, man. I, I hate the new big man. They play so finesse, man. Man, go in the paint. Go bang on somebody, man. Beat, go beat the team up. They have, They just said it last night. Golden State does not have a true center. They'll win championships with no true center. The last team to win a championship with no true center was who? The Chicago Bulls. <laughs> right. I don't even know who they center was. Like Luke Longley? <laughs> Luke That's Longley, the only guy I can think of. Center at one time, uh, Bill Cartwright, uh, Will Purdue, Bill. Look at those names. Was it Bill Wed- Weddington? Man, it's all them guys, man. <laughs> they center back in the day was when it was winning championships. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman's pretty much a power forward guarding out there. This, tr- this, like I He's said, pretty man. much like Draymond. He's pretty much like Draymond. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, just like Draymond. And Draymond is sacrificing a lot, a lot. Steph Curry wants that Finals MVP. He smells it. He's going to get it probably too. Save Kevin Durant do come back and have a good game. Wish ain't gonna get it because Steph Curry. What we had a record of what ninety one straight free throws made going into this game. Yeah, something ridiculous. 
And like I said, man, Clay was on. Man, Clay was on one. Like Clay got hurt. Was leading score. He got. He left the game. He got hurt. Like you said, Marcus led the team in scoring with twenty five points. Where they do that at? He wasn't out there. He still was a threat. His his points matter. <laughs> just like just like Freddie Kitchens said for the Cleveland Browns, if you don't wear brown and orange, you don't matter. If you are, if you play wearing <laughs> that blue and gold, you don't matter. You don't matter. I think he gave you eight points, eight rebounds, six assists. The, the thing he getting the thing he getting criticized on Marcus for taking that that three point. They said it was dumb. That yo he should have passed the ball. It's the dagger now. Yeah, it's like he should have like I looked at this where he should have drove to the basket because he had Demarcus Cousins open up to his left. He didn't want a chance it because in case he would have missed it, uh, uh, the Golden State Warriors were falling to the trap of Kyle Lowry, kept getting into uh, in the lane for the offensive fouls. And I feel like one he should one they should have called on Boogie and they gave it to the uh, to Kyle Lowry, which gave him his fourth personal foul, which changed the complex of the game with Tony Brothers. And Scott Foster, because you look at outside the key, he was way outside the key, and both of his feet was planted. And I'm I'm tired of everybody like uh, what's his name, Mike Breen. Mm-hmm. Look at him, he was still moving a little bit. Everybody moves on the uh, they said the pit, so they take me set the charge. Everybody move a little bit. You still got to protect yourself, but they should have cautiously went the other way. That should have been the foul on Boogie. The other one should have been an offensive foul on um, little Steph with the three pointer when he kicked his foot backwards. Like it was just bad officiating the whole night. For both teams back and forth, Toronto got a couple of calls to go their way. I thought um, one call they missed. Uh, Fred Van Vliet had the basketball, and he, he walked out of bounds. His feet touched the, the white chalk on the baseline under the basket. The referee was right there. He didn't see it, and they went the other way. One was a block on um, Kawhi Leonard, and Kavon, Kavon Looney got called for the foul, which was all ball before he got hit in the arm. So, you know, so it's, it's, you know I know referees' eyes can't be everywhere, but, it was just bad judgment and, and poor officiating throughout the whole night. They've been poor officiating pretty much this whole year in the NBA. Right, especially they, these playoffs. They already know. Austin sell tickets. They want the ratings. They know they know the ratings are down since LeBron James ain't been there. They know the ratings are down 20%. NBA Finals ratings is down 17%. So nobody doesn't care about the NBA Finals all like that. Um, I'll take away from this game, going into a game three, going to, going to Oakland. What type of... Okay. What type of moves and key situations and substitutions that Nick Nurse is going to adjust to. Uh, for right now, Clay Thompson might be a game-time decision with the hamstring because he took a nasty fall out there. But if they ain't got no KD, say they ain't got no KD or no Clay going, that's going to hurt. Right. That's going to hurt. And if that is the case, mm-hmm. Toronto better big bro still to win that game tomorrow. You got They got to win one on that floor. They got to, all honesty, Toronto got to come back Come back from Oakland with that series. It's going to they going the Warriors going to win one on that floor. So they got to come back too. Right, they that's the worst case scenario for Toronto. Yeah, that ain't the Cavs. This ain't the sixteen Cavs. They got to come back too too. <laughs> right, they got to come back too too. And the way they do it would be Wednesday night. I think for some reason I think Kevin Durant if Kevin Durant's playing. Wow, we don't know what type of game shape because he had like they said he had, he's not, he hasn't been in shoot around or he's not touching the ball. So. It's gonna be a, a good. This is gonna be a dicey situation. That's gonna hurt losing Clay. I always tell people Clay Thompson is like Orville Rettenbacher's popcorn. He's the best kept secret, man. He's the best kept secret. That team is going because of him. So just imagine, if, imagine yesterday when he if he could have been off with Steph was. That, that's a whole different ball game. So you are looking at where they're gonna get their offense from now? I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I would not start with Danny Green's. Get, Danny Green's get a little bit defense. I would start. I would. I would bench Danny Green and start someone else. In that play, I would give another look to somebody. Maybe you throw 
Maybe you throw a Serge Ibaka into the starting lineup. You got to go in a different look. Right. That would definitely shake things up. That's, that's actually not a good and not a bad idea right there. You kind of get Serge going early. Yeah, cause get you, him in the starting lineup. Because you're not getting enough from Danny Green. They both pretty much doing this. they getting the same pretty much points. Six and seven. I'll start. Sit him down. And you can go different. We can go big. We can push the pace with the big man. Because you know you know, Serge wants to fall back and shoot a three. But Serge can't hit the 12-footer. Though. He can back you down, put you in the pace. It, it'll make it different because now it will leave Mark Gasol open more and become more of a facilitator himself. He can make the pass too. Right. I just want to see something different. They need to, Nick Nurse needs to switch it up. I would sit Danny Green. Danny Green won't understand. He's been bitched before in the NBA Finals. This ain't nothing new to him. <laughs> Trust me, folks. He's been bitched plenty more times than that. Another fact for the Golden State Warriors, they at home. <laughs> they they model his strength in numbers. And they coming. Mm-hmm. And they coming. That Oracle crowd ain't no joke. They stay last year in that building too, Marcus. You already know. You already know they coming with it. Like I said, man, Quinn Cook on fire. This will that's how this will make people this will make champions great because people already know you're a superstar. People love the superstar, but when you go home, people love the bench players. People love the bench players. The bench players feed off that. If Quinn could come out and had the same game he had last night, it's gonna be a wrap for the Raptors, man. You see, rug rats. What's that thing they was eating? Tommy pickles in them. That Raptor bar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they gotta come with it, man. They have to come with it. They gotta come with it, Mark. I ain't got no choice. Look, can't, we can't sit here and complain about it. So far, I like what I've been watching through the NBA Finals. I just want to say this about what Iggy said. No, no, Iggy. Steph Curry said they try to play some janky defense on me. They try to be disrespectful to the Golden State, I mean, to the Toronto Raptors, but they's playing janky defense. No, they's they playing great defense on you in the first half. They want janky. Let's be honest. You a shooter, bro. You know what? A shooter does not want to be guarded. He wants as much space as he can so he can have a better time to release the ball. That's all. They rough your fellas a little right. bit. They rough mm-hmm. your fellas a little bit. That's what they're like supposed that. to do. It's janky defense. And one thing we say about that about Steph Curry, this team is this team is so cocky. When they was down, they weren't saying nothing. As soon as they get a little, make a little run, a little lead, they want to they they want they want to strut, strike and pose. But the one thing I didn't like what the referees weren't doing every time that that they would score, the Warriors would score. They would they would always grab the ball and get the ball to the referee through the net. I always thought the players, the play, the referees said the, the players cannot touch the ball coming through the net, so the other team can get the ball and run. They do that on purpose. So they can get back in the offense. They only called one technical foul. They did that the whole time. Draymond kept doing it every time they score. They kept doing it, rolling the ball, kept doing it. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? When Toronto score, they just let the ball go through. They get back on defense. Golden State Warriors always get away with things. They the little brother. They that they that little brother to me looking like wherever we think see them do it, but they gonna see me do it. I'm always gonna get caught. So Marcus, going to game three, what do you think should be some key situations that both teams can make some adjustments? I mean, I think Nick Nurse it's a, it's on Nick Nurse now, so it's, I think the coaching battle is one one. You know, Nick Nurse won that first game. Steve Kerr won his last one, so I, I think it, putting Serge Ibaka in a starting lineup would be that would be a good move to make. I think uh, coming sooner with Nick uh, Norman Powell, uh-huh. yeah. he, he gets a lot of energy immediately. Like as soon as he gets in, you know, uh-huh. he's all, he hustling on uh, both ends of the floor on defense, offense. I think they need to. Uh, they can either you know put Serge in or start Powell. I think you know though he got some options on either one of those. And then on uh, that third quarter, they're gonna have to do something about that third quarter. Maybe they can start off, you know, with their normal five, but then in the third quarter, switch it up 
Because that's when the Warriors, like you say, the avalanche comes. So they got to switch up things starting that third quarter. Um, other than that, I think they, they pretty much played, you know, they, they defensive game plan is, from game one was still pretty much working in game two. Uh, it just came down to some offensive baskets. Before we go, no, this one just my need Nick Nurse to make. We know Golden State Warriors is empty the bench out. Everybody get a look. You don't want to see from from the Toronto Raptors. I want to see. I want to see Jody Meeks out there. You got another three point shooter. <laughs> Jody Meeks, that's deep in the bench. <laughs> I want to see Jody. Like I'm trying to figure out what, why these teams will play a regular who's all day deck of cards to the NBA Finals and the playoffs and forget how to play Spade. Now they play ID Claire War. Keep pulling the pulling the pulling the pulling the pulling to something work. <laughs> you have to come out there with a different different look. You got you got to bring somebody off the bench. Jody Meeks, give another look. That's what makes teams big. That's you want to have a historic run. Like, oh man, y'all remember who won that championship? Oh, you sure did. Jody Meeks had that game. He went off and hit like five straight threes. Because you never know what that next player gonna do when his name is called. I'm sorry, Nick Nurse. Hey, yo, Nick. Hey, yo, Nick. You got to come off the bench, man, and play more than eight players. That's what they say in New York, Italian style. You got to play more than eight. And especially because they uh they found themselves in foul trouble, like. It- even in game one, you know, so Kyle Lowry got fouled out last game. Siakam and Gasol, four fouls each. Like, and they had those four fouls early. I think they had at least three in the first half. So, they got, he got to switch it up uh, on a, with the bigs coming, showing on the, on the screens and whoever guarding the Marcus Cousins out since he's going to be a factor. So, they you got to use them fouls up. Use those Mitch guys' fouls. Right. Another X factor would be because OG Obanobi was questionable. Will he be a game time decision th- Wednesday? That's going to be a he huge one. I just feel like if he played that, game, that make the bench even a little depth. Now you can go to a nine ten nine ten rotation because that takes some off Kyle Lowry too, especially OG going. So they missing another another scorer in a late defender. So for Golden State, only adjustment would be will Kevin Durant will he be available Wednesday night? Can Boogie Cousins keep up his same play? And and this is depending on the health of Clay Thompson. So that's what we're looking at. And on that note, folks, it's After Hours Live for the Man Cave. I'm your host, Tay Wiggs. This is your co-host, Martin. We out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to After Hours Live from the Man Cave Podcast. If you would like to hear more from me and my man Tay Wiggs, please go to your favorite podcast listener and subscribe to us. We are just about everywhere nowadays. We're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if you like what you hear, subscribe to us to hear more. Oh, and before I go, please also hit up our Anchor profile page that's anchor.fm forward slash after hours live from the man cave and click that little purple button that says support this podcast and help us out. Peace.